Hi, I'm Connor. And I'm Jeremy. We're the hosts of an upcoming limited series, The Legend of Zelda Games Club, on patreon.com slash superNPCradio. We love the Zelda series to heart pieces. So throughout the year, we'll be covering the mainline Zelda games starting in April, running all the way through November. Subscribers at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash superNPCradio will get an episode twice a month with some of the best Zoras, Hillians, and Dekus around. Not only are we covering the entire mainline series, but we'll also be going over or other Zelda topics along the way. That naughty little tingle might even sneak an episode for free every now and then. We can't stop him. We've tried. Want a deep dive on the hookshot? It's coming. Fascinated by Zelda clones? We're covering them. Always dreamed of a Zelda space solace? Well now, my Goron brother, it's happening. Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier. We've got a ton of fun in store this year as we explore Hyrule, Termina, Koholint Island, and more. And don't forget, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous to, to go, go alone. alone. Take, Take us! us. from the Mushroom Kingdom. This is WKBAG Studios, Wario, K. Rule, Bowser, Andros, Ganon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, not Jeremy Schmidt. All you little toads driving around, don't slam on the brakes. Don't worry. You're in safe hands. Yes, our dear host, Jeremy, is out of town this week. I'm going to be filling in. I am your favorite stepdaddy, Michael McCaller. I don't want to replace Jeremy. I just want to be another friend in your life. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about some video game rumors as inspired by Hideo Kojima, Silent Hills, Blue Box Studios, Microsoft, developer acquisitions. Guys, rumors are in the air. We're all kind of uh, detectives scrolling through, looking around, trying to see what's true, what's not. And for me, it makes me very excited. It's going to be a great show. But of course... We have a couple of members of the Zoo Tycoon True, True Crew, Zoo Tycoon mm-hmm. Crew mm-hmm. Ah, here to help me out. We'll introduce first with some parallel universe sound effects. Let's go first. He is a sandwich advocate. He is a comedian, a gentleman, a wonderful person. He thinks the concept of sandwiches are great. Meat in between bread? Who can go wrong? We got Mikey Stevens with us. How you doing, Mikey Stevens? Uh, I'm doing great, and I like you more than Jeremy. <laughs> That's great. I can play basketball and dance. Whoa! What a treat! Oh, it's oh it goes on longer. Uh, yeah, Alt-Universe sound oh, effects, folks. that was great. Get ready for it. Wow, that was great. I wasn't ready. That was, our, that was amazing. Our other guest... Uh, a delightful human being when he's being nice, when he's uh, when he's being a, a kind person. It's great. Huh. He's on this show, comes across a little acidic, but we love him anyway. He is the host of Inside Video Games Classic, a podcast that you can find under its old name, Inside Video Games. You're just going to have to search Inside Video Games on your favorite podcast apps. We've got July Diaz. July, how are you doing? pretty okay i i don't know if i like being introduced as i guess a toxic person 
<laughs> Acidic, I believe, was the word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's fair. Cousin to <laughs> Hey. Didn't hear it. Those. You didn't hear didn't, it? Okay, also great. didn't hear it. Mm, it was fun. I'm sure it was great. It was four sure inception bongs and then the Sonic the Hedgehog uh, when you get hit and lose all your rings. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. So it was great. Guys, before we jump into the news, before we jump into all the rumors we got to talk about, I just got to hear, what have you been playing? We'll start with you, July. Uh, I've been playing a couple things. I just finished uh, Oracle of Ages. And oh, yeah, and I'm about, I want to say, halfway through Wind Waker currently. And You're on a little Zelda kick, huh? I am. I'm, I'm going to just go through all of them, uh, enjoying my time, but, you know, taking it a little slow because I feel like I rushed myself with Majora's Mask a little bit. Mm. Uh, and then maybe only one third through Ratchet and Clank. The new Ratchet into the Nexus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How are you liking that guy yet? Is it fun? Does it like feel like a true showcase for the PlayStation 5's power? It definitely does. It, I feel like it's probably the most beautiful game I've seen on the PS5 so far. And wow. definitely justifies getting a, a PS5 just to play this game whoa and i've never wow. pl- played a ratchet and clank game and i'm having a lot of fun just being it, they do a good job of just like getting the new players to the franchise mm-hmm. uh catch you uh, up on all the intricate lore yeah i mean they kind of the tutorial what a, what a ratchet is what a clank is yes what it, yeah, what they are together when you combine them t- kind of stuff like that <laughs> what is it, there an alchemical Ingles towards Ratchet and Clank. You mix different animals together and you get different platforming puzzles. (laughs) Yes, and it it explains what it means to be Ratchet as well, which is interesting. Oh, Oh. nice. Like the slang word, Mm -hmm. Ratchet. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I've heard that chanted at many a pro wrestling show and never quite knew what it meant and didn't know if it was okay (laughs) for me to call somebody Ratchet. Let's talk about the game. Okay, (laughs) great. Yeah, they were calling... uh, former WWE Women's Champion Sasha Banks, uh, a oh, no. rabbit from Ratchet and Clank. Cool. Is he a rabbit? Okay. What the hell is he? He is uh, an animal, a furry animal. Mm-hmm. Don't want to cool. say rabbit. Don't want to say fox. Might be a hybrid of. De- He's actually something called like a Lorax, but not really a Lorax. They have their. It's a, it's its own species. And okay. he's apparently. I see. I have to play the beginning of Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus to understand even what kind of animal I'm playing as. Yeah, and I think the game is called Drift Apart, but um, <laughs> but is I'll it? I'll let you keep saying ne- into the Nexus. Why do I think it's? Isn't it? It's like the Portal one, right? Rift Apart, right? Rift Apart. Yeah. Rift Apart. Well, that, it should yeah. be called Into the Nexus. I. I agree. I agree. I th- that doesn't that sound they like you go up. into the portals? You're going into a nexus. Yeah, it does. It does. Wild. And I gotta say that okay, July, this is that's really good news to hear that. Yeah, because I, uh, w- I, I was on that store page for like ten minutes the other night, mm. and I was like, 
I don't. I've never played a ratchet. What am I doing here? Mm-hmm. I felt like such a fraud. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good. That's good uh, to hear that it's like good for a brand new player to get in there and have fun. Yeah, I felt like that too. I felt like a big old nasty fraud before I picked it yeah. up, and I was like, you know what? I just accept being a fraud. I'll just accept it. You know? Yeah. I'm a big old. That's how my therapist says you get over imposter syndrome. Exactly. You got to fake it till you make it. And that's how I go into playing a lot of games, actually. Uh Yeah. (laughs) That's really good to hear, though. Because I was just, I was kind of sitting there. I hadn't showered for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of sitting in my own nasty little fraud filth. Mm -hmm. You know, I hadn't brushed my teeth. I had stinky, stinky, nasty breath. I was just a nasty little fraud. But now that. That's such good praise for this game. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pull the trigger. I'm going to get that game. Get it. I think it's for me. Yeah. Sounds great. like it's for me. Now, that's what you're going to be playing, Mikey Stevens. What are you playing right now? I got to know what you've been playing. Oh, man. I've been all over the dang place, I tell you. So uh, I mentioned a while back that I I don't even know if I mentioned it on this podcast, but I accidentally am three acts into Ghost of Tsushima again. Oh, uh, and entirely by accident, loaded it up, wanted to play online just to check out what new things were online and uh, didn't do the thing where I have to update it on my PS5. Didn't just like say, like, use my iCloud save. So it booted up thinking I had never played the game. I just started playing the game and I'm in the third act. I just it's a great game. So I'm doing that. Uh, I beat. The entire Operation Tango game with a friend. Oh. It's very short. There's only about, I want to say, six missions in total. Six or seven, something like that. You just sold me on that game. It's great. It's it's great. I'm sure they're going to like add to it. Um, and there's no, certain missions don't. that were... No, they won't. I want, like, that's what, who's got time? First of all, yeah. it's hard enough to play no. video games on your own. Second of all, to play video games with a friend. And so like Operation Tango, for me, I was just like, I'm never going to get to this. Let me, let me, I got one more selling point and this is going to fucking seal the deal. I didn't buy the game. Mm. If one person buys the game, you automatically get like a friend can play with you pass. And so I had to, he like sent me a link and I downloaded that link and I don't have the full game, but I can play with him whenever. Love it. And you need someone to play with. So it's like, it's a genius model. It's great. Um, Yeah. Super fun. Very short, sweet. There are definitely a couple missions that we were just crying tears laughing a couple times. Uh, so is it very, more of a fun game? Is it more of like a friendly co-op game where you're like jovial between it? Or is it more of like a, a Portal 2, which I've heard described as like a I, screw you. How dare it. you let me down in this way? We've we've actually talked about this on the pod, Mike, and we got to do it because I've never played that damn Portal mm. co-op. And I know we've talked about it, and I know I've talked about it with Jeremy, too. But I've never played that co-op, so I don't know. But it is uh, very, you know, it's the best style of co-op possible where you're. it's a common goal. you got to do it. You need the other person. There's literally, like, you'll be looking at the the loose dynamic is there's a hacker and there's a field agent. And so the hacker a lot of times doesn't have literally will be looking at like a computer screen. And so the field agent has to be like, I'm at this puzzle or I'm at this thing and it's requiring an, and so the hacker then has to like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're the eyes, you're the brains or whatever. And it's like this ballet between the two of you where you're, you're back and forth, but it's great. It's so much fun. 
Um, and then there's so much, there's like, there's a couple missions where I was like, man, I'm so curious what that would be like to be in your shoes. Like now I want to oh. like, there were missions where I'm like, ah, I want to see the hacker version of that. Or I want to see, cause it's an entirely different, uh, So you've just played the game. one half of it. Well, we, we did ping pong back and forth. So I think we were going back and forth. And then the last, like, I want to say three missions, we found that I was better like in the field mm. and he was better as the hacker. So then we just, but we, for the first three missions, we did just flip flop. Um, That's so great that you like learned about yourself. You learned something yeah. new. You know that you're yeah, yeah. the active. They're almost immediately. It was like, I'm bad at this and uh, <laughs> we should just, <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this. Uh, have, but super fun game. I have a question about the game. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Is there sort of like bonus levels or missions where you're sort of on an operation salsa or merengue where you're dancing there isn't those i believe okay there if i and this is appropriate for this this episode mm. there's rumors oh that they're coming out with operation breakdance oh that what, sounds that's just a mean? rumor that's just a rumor. I, I don't know the legitimacy of it. Some might say I just came up with that just now. Mm. You, some might say that, but who knows? Well, so. we'll certainly look forward to that. We'll be uh, keeping yeah. the pre-order page <laughs> <laughs> wide open. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, anything else you've been playing, Mikey Stevens? Yeah. I So I've been, I put in about 60 hours into this game, Wilder Myth, that came out for PC, Ooh. I believe, only PC. Um, it's a tactical legacy roguelike RPG. Okay. It's got a lot going on. Uh, it's got a lot going on. There, there's like kind of, so there's the first four, uh, tales basically are the loose, the loose story is like, it's like somebody you presumably regaling your tale to someone mm -hmm. about your adventures. So you're kind of being like, this is how I got to this place, me as a great adventurer. And then you play through the chapters of that adventure, but there's like procedurally generated things that at, at random that happen um, to where you can play the same like tale a hundred times and it'll be different every time, like slightly little tiny tweaks I've noticed. Um, when you complete a final chapter, chapter, you can then retire a hero to like your legacy if you want. If you mm. really liked somebody, you can like they can like then gain a star and they're a legacy who then can be recruited on a new adventure and they're like they have like folklore behind them because it's like oh, oh shit that's the guy who you know, defeated the the onyx or whatever. Like, yeah. and it's based on what you just did. It's a very, for me, very addictive mechanic. There's romance. You can have children. So that's very <laughs> like fun that. too. So like, you could be like an old grizzled warrior, like fighting it out with your son. You know, you guys are like going through it together. It's very, it's very fun. Very addictive. I got really into it. The, the combat is really satisfying and cool. And the art style is really simple but really dope as well. Cool. Uh, that's a great fucking game. 
Can really... I ask you guys where we at? Where we are at, rather, with roguelikes? Because I feel like I'm. I'm you worried say for where myself that I'm going to get. Yeah. Yeah, you can say where we at. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for uh, permission. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like I've never played a roguelike that I was glad was a roguelike and wasn't just a straightforward like progress through a video game. Well, the way you're kind of describing this game, Stevens, what was it called again? Wildermyth. Wildermyth? Like, that almost feels like you're building your own Avengers. Like, that's the Marvel Studios strategy, right? Like, you build up a hero, and then he joins a team, and he's got that backstory, and that Mm -hmm. can play out. Yes. That feels great. I love that idea. I can't imagine I would ever play it and just be like, thank God I get to play this again. Right. Hmm. What do you mean? Because it's 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 a roguelike, right? You were saying you're ta- you're telling the story over and over again with subtle differences. Um, yes. Certainly, my like returnal experience was just like, can I just beat this level and go okay. to level two and save? Mm, well, now that is that is a that's a great example of a bad roguelike, but mm. a great arcade game, and that's the pivot I had to make in my head for specifically for Returnal. Hmm. However, Hades is now to me the benchmark of what a roguelike. Mm. can be mm. and can do because what Hades did and we've talked about it loops around this game but like they incentivize death which is the most which is the loop in most roguelikes you your people die you have to do it again and it's going to be a little bit different right the level is going to be slightly different and blah 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 Hades had the smart thing of both baking into their story right it made sense why you died mm-hmm. and it made sense why you would then escape again. So they were smart about that. And then you wanted to die. You would be halfway in a run and you'd be like, oh man, I can't wait to die so I can redo this run and do it with the different weapon. And I have all these power ups. I think moving forward, roguelikes are going to take a page out of that because that's now like, to me, that's the, that's the benchmark now. Mm-hmm. I think that I think a lot of old roguelikes suffer from what Returnal, honestly, was clearly in development parallel to Hades, right? Had mm-hmm. they had they released their game maybe two years later and seen Hades, I bet they would have been like, oh, shit. But mm-hmm. they, they, they modeled their roguelike elements after older roguelike shit, which is like f- truly like frustrating. Yeah. Where, and, and they have shit like where you can't, like you have to finish the run. Like <laughs> you can't like close the game and like, you know what I mean? Like it's just shit that's like antiquated a little bit yeah. in that genre that I don't think we're going to see much of anymore because I think Hades did such a good job. I also think games like this, Wildermyth, did a really good job of utilizing roguelike elements without having to be like uh, sacrificing the fun, I guess. Yeah. Which I think a lot of them think it's like think they have to do or something they have like some chip on their shoulder like we're a fucking roguelike if you don't yeah. like it fucking eat shit idiot and it's like nah it can be fun too like there's <laughs> there's there's versions that do both and do both well i think moving forward we're gonna see more more like it i think a lot of roguelikes have that shitty attitude about it <laughs> they're yeah. like so proud of how much of a roguelike they Big are bullies. And yeah it's off. like Fucking go away. Roguelikes, I, I like that descriptor lame. of them as like uh, as a Dijon mustard. Like you're not going to sit down and just eat a Dijon mustard. That would be too harsh. Dijon mustard as an element in a sandwich. Yes. Little, little dollops yes. of, of roguelike. I love that. Yes. In games. Yep. And I think that I think uh, that's 
where Wildermyth is strong. That's it's like they're not certainly it doesn't seem like they're advertised like they're not like yeah it's a roguelike i don't even think that's in there but there's mm. roguelike elements in it that are like oh shit that's fun that's like yeah. a fun little yeah it's like a garnish on their game almost mm. it's dope highly recommend it sounds especially great. if you like tactics games if you're into that kind of shit it's very 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 fun tactic heads get ready um i have been playing uh since i got a playstation 5 i've been replaying god of war i don't know if you guys heard of this little uh indie darling mm-hmm. uh, yes my boy uh, my i boy, love calling yes, boy. him boy i'm just like <laughs> as i'm playing that game i'm finding myself talking like kratos to <laughs> my boy i'm like what do we do next boy i cannot solve this puzzle help me find the second seal so oh i can open the chest boy uh what a beautiful game. Like, even as I was just like, I started a Twitch stream again last night just to like mess around and see if I remembered how to do it. And I was waiting for Resident Evil 2 Remake to install on my PlayStation 5. I hadn't downloaded it Of course, it yet. of course, of course. And so I was like, I had God of War open. I played it for a little bit, but I still had that like Twitch energy where I kind of wanted to like make riffs about it and chat about it mm. as I was playing it. Mm-hmm. But then Kratos taught his son a lesson. <laughs> and I was like, I can't not be emotional i can't make fun of you you're a sweetheart you were a bad too, person too sweet too and genuine. now i love you it's so yeah. good I, it's like I, there were so many moments i forgot like i played through that game originally uh when i was living with jeremy and he was like gone for a weekend and so i had a playstation 4 for one weekend and that was all i had so i had to like blow through it and mm-hmm. now i'm really taking my time i'm diving into side quests i'm learning about these little dwarf people i'm <laughs> killing monsters i didn't even know existed i'm saving dragons it was just like a whole saving dragons plot i didn't know existed uh it's great it's the greatest game i've ever played and we whoa we all played it right yeah Yeah. have you guys played it yes Mm -hmm. um i want to preface that because i've have now have had a game spoiled for me um but i won't bring it up (laughs) because jeremy's not here and he's the one that spoiled it for me but uh Mm. Uh, okay i'm I'm interested in knowing if uh sort of the new disney plus series loki is getting you kind of got you excited to replay god of war because as we know as we know kratos son is loki (laughs) yes i am truly distressed when i think about that just in terms of like (laughs) I have my understanding of what the character Loki is, and it was Mm -hmm. already established from Marvel movies. And then the twist being that, like, this little boy who's, like, a serious character and goes through, like, a pretty interesting little character arc and, like, is learning what it's going to mean to deal with uh, unquenchable rage. Like, the twist reveal is that he's a silly character from comic books was very funny. Yeah. Like it's, it's unfortunate that Greek gods got tied up with this because to me, it was as though they went and learned that like Atreus's true name was Roger Rabbit. Like it's it's like, <laughs> you're a cartoon character. What are you yeah. talking about? You're Loki. <laughs> Shut up. You got killed by Thanos. That's <laughs> is, funny. Uh, it's too bad. But yeah, God of War, man. I almost don't want to play the sequel because... I can't oh, imagine. Whoa, whoa. Like, I'm so like. It's going to be good. You got to play it. I imagine I'm going to get let down. This is one of those things that I say when I'm like in the midst of a love affair with a single video game. And then, of course, it's going to come out and I'm going to love it. But I'm just like right now, I'm just like, 
I don't ever want anything about this experience to change. It's so delightful. Yeah. It's so perfect. I love everything about it. I'm s legit worried that Atreus is going to kill his father, and I don't want that to happen. Mm. Seems like it has to happen. Mm. So now that we've uh, gotten into Patricide, guys, what do you say we get into the news? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. This week, Stevens, I got this one specifically for you. I'm so excited oh for you. Oh my god. Yeah. The rumblings are coming. Oops, didn't stop this. Didn't stop my sound effects, guys. Uh, the rumblings are that Ghost of Tsushima is getting a Miles Morales level pseudo-sequel, half-sequel, a little uh, uh, content chunk. Oh, uh, It's yeah. apparently going to be released this year. It's getting some new sneakers. Uh, Getting some new yeah, sneakers. Adidas. Specifically Adidas. Yeah. What are you talking about, um, Adidas? <laughs> the Miles Morales. They changed his sneakers. They changed them. Oh. Yeah. They changed McCuller, them. they That's changed cool. his sneakers. Nah, it's not. It's, it's not, not cool. cool. It's a big fucking deal. Were you guys sneaker purists in the original Miles Morales game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I, listen. No, I I'm always surprised what shit, fans have care. connected to in their favorite characters. Like, oh, you care that James Bond wasn't blonde? Okay, great, guys. Uh, Ghosts of Ikishimia. Ikishima. Yeah. Is the Ikishima, yeah. rumor name another uh, real life location from Japan? Um, apparently, Sony has been planning to do this for this year to release mm -hmm. uh, Ghosts of Ikishima as a standalone expansion. Uh, not quite a full game. Uh, obviously, they wouldn't be able to have put out an entire Ghost of Tsushima sequel. But to give us more Ghost of Tsushima so quickly, that's very exciting. What do you guys think? Uh, I is both. I'm both. I'm both mm. because it is very. It is very soon. It feels like. Uh, so I'm just like so kind of like in your apprehension to wanting to play the sequel, but it's been a while mm. for that game, so I feel like. That they've had some time, but it does feel a little chomp at the bit. Like they're like, oh shit, that was really successful. Let's, mm. you know, and I just, I just hope that game studios feel less pressured, honestly. I think <laughs> if Cyberpunk 2077 taught anyone anything, it's just like that pressure is not good for video games. Let mm. people like make their cool thing, let them take the time, let them pay people properly and give people proper hours so that they can work in proper conditions. So I hope it's very good. I personally am fucking stoked. I love that game. Of course, I'll just, any anything goes to Tsushima, I want it, give it to me. But I also just want it to be good and I don't want it any kind of half-baked, you know, thing. So I don't know. I'm excited, but I'm also like, hey, if I got to wait, for a really, really good sequel, I I would rather. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, July, what do you yeah, think? Where are you, where are you at with Ghost of Tsushima? I think it's a good opportunity for me to get back into it because I kind of fell off of playing the game, and I forget why. I I must have just started playing another game, which is a rare thing for me as a completionist. I want to just beat the the thing that I'm playing and then you know have that and then move on to something. I it's kind of rare what I'm doing now, juggling games. I never really do that. Mm. Um, but it's something that I... Damn, must be nice. Shit. 
<laughs> I'm with you, July. I can't do it. I forget how, like, I'll be playing God of War and I'll press X when I mean to press circle. And, like, my brain yeah. needs to be zeroed in on a game. Well, that's a, yeah, mm. especially with these newer games and going back to an old game, like, Learn relearning all the controls for Wind Waker versus Ratchet and Clank. It's at it's exactly that mm-hmm. thing. It's like oh, I, I meant to do this, but I'm actually, you know, and it and it ruins everything. And then I'm just sitting mm-hmm. there alone, in tears. <laughs> You're a monogamous gamer. Yeah, I get that, and I like that about you. Thank you. Uh, I I like this idea for Ghost of Tsushima as a series that I don't have any attachment to yet. I bought that game and it's been sitting on my shelf. Whoa. I know. Uh, as I have with many beautiful games, I would say I own uh, quadruple the number of games I've ever played. Like I, I have I'm so getting many to that point that I too. haven't even touched. But. Uh, I just picked up. It's scary, yeah. right? Yeah, I just picked Me up. Me too. <laughs> I think it was just. With titles that are so near and dear to me, I'm like, no way, uh-huh. not Ghost of Tsushima. I just picked Did I tell up you guys Pikmin about my... 3 and I'm, I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to play it. Yeah. I uh, When I got a PlayStation 5, I sold my PlayStation 4 to GameStop and just got PSN money. So I just have like $200 of PSN bucks in my account. Oh, so oh. when like a game goes on sale for like $5, I'm like, of course I'm going to buy that. It's nothing. It's yeah. free to yeah. me. Um, but Ghost of Tsushima, I know is great. I have, uh, I've seen, uh, people play it. I've watched streams of it and what a cool way to like, get it kind of like back into the, the mind share without having oh, to devote a ton of resources. Like I always think like video games should follow a TV model more. I almost wish we got a season <laughs> of video games for like five years as opposed to God of War. And then we wait five years for God of War 2. Like, you've got the engine built. Right. You've got stories you're ready to tell. Like, give us a little chunk each year and we'll sit down and we'll play it, enjoy it, and then we'll look forward to next fall's big video game offering. Hmm. Uh, But yeah, I would love to see, there are a bunch of games that I feel like would fit this model really well. God of War, uh, I know that, uh, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, why did I say I am not excited to play the God of War sequel? What what does what, what does that mean? I'm so excited for it, I, I want it more now. I, I get what I you mean. mean. I, like my worry is that it won't be it won't be as good. That, yeah, that's the worry for me. But then when I you think said about that, like that's what I thought you meant. It is, but then I'm like, I don't believe that because when I think about what games I would love to see have these little half step chapters, Spider Man's a great example. Spider Man was like ready to show off the PS5. We've got a whole new character who we're all very excited to play as. Well, they changed the God shoes. of War. Give us like a Atreus champ chapter. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, they changed the shoes. <laughs> uh, change, change the shoes. You're right. Yeah. You're right. We should Good probably uh, tweet at the writers and producers of that game and let them know our dissatisfaction. Hey, listeners, yeah. if you want to do that, go ahead. No one's stopping you. I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do it. But listeners, if you know, if you want to get after those writers, kind of talk about those yeah. shoes. And while you're doing that, maybe give this show choice. five stars. Yeah, maybe rate and review this in the Apple Store. Yeah, it really goes a long way. It really helps uh, get the show visibility. Yeah, yeah, we would appreciate that. So yeah, so much. If you really uh, want to stick it to them, rate, <laughs> give this show five stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, leave the developers out of it. They get yeah. hurt most when we get five stars. That's right. Uh, are there any game series that you guys think would uh, benefit from this little half step model? Ooh, 
It's a great question. Um, I mean, I think a lot of the, I think the multiplayer games that are hot, mm. this, that is the model. I yeah. think, uh, but I think, so it's like story driven solo games you, specifically. Cause I mean, that's like basically what, that's what Fortnite does. That's what, you know, Destiny does is they have these little, overhauls these dlcs mm -hmm. these things where it's like here's the new season here's the new thing it's always a different kind um, of king it's a forsaken yeah. king or the yes. the rotten king never a yes. queen um <laughs> never but, a queen if you want to write to bungie and let them know it's time for a queen yes yeah Just, i don't know i i don't. i mean ghost of tsushima i think 100 percent could mm -hmm. easily benefit from from something like that uh i mean the one that comes to mind know, for me I, recently is um resident evil village and and there was an announcement that more content mm. is coming up and which i'm happy that that is because to me and i'll say it right now even though i don't know if we've said this on mic but for me it's in the running for game of the year wow huge and that's huge i mean here's the thing. it's obviously my game of the year but i'm not like a a, a fair source mm -hmm. it's like if you ask capcom what their game of the year was right it's right. not it's not you're not gonna get a different answer uh i agree and also like you're right that game's the way that game works it's kind of four major areas there are four mm -hmm. big items you have to collect four bosses you have to fight for them to just like say surprise here's two more uh, next year makes so much sense to me. Yeah. It's just like that functions. Can I tell you the game that I think would benefit the most from uh, an every once in a while half sequel? Mm -hmm. A game like Psychonauts. Mm. That's the kind Never of game that like, Never me it. either. <laughs> 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 but it's just like, that was such a game that was like so beloved by so many people. And then it vanished forever. And now mm -hmm. like Psychonauts 2 is coming out these eight or 10 years later. Right. I think that game, like, give us just a taste of that. Give us a little drop of that. It's a brie cheese. You don't want to eat it every day, but, like, a little bit every once in a while is, is such a surprising treat. It's, like, a weird and unique enough flavor that, like, instead of putting all these expectations on a little game like Psychonauts do whatever numbers, which I'm sure is why it took so long, Microsoft needed to buy the company for them to be feel safe enough to make a Psychonauts too. Yeah. Lower those expectations, do a little half sequel, work on it for a half year, put it out, and it won't have to sell a million copies, but the people that love it will truly love it and they will evangelize it. I don't know. That's I think there are a lot, I think there's like a lot of uh, Steam specifically uh, is pretty good about that with early access. Mm. So you can get games kind of out to people and get feedback before your official release or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and that's like a way where they literally are doing that, constantly updating and adding content. And then they just, for a lot of those games that started that way, continue to do that. Where it's like, oh, okay, we're out of early access and they just continue to get feedback, continue to add mm -hmm. content. Like I think about that game, Valheim, and that game's incredible. And the thing that made me the most sad about it is I, it was in early access. And mm. got it's so successful already pre it's like re like it's released it was already so successful and now that it is released 
now it's like they've like it's almost seemingly like they've caught up and now they're like okay well <laughs> now you motherfuckers gotta wait because they were like piecemealing out what they were like allowing people to kind of have access to and play and now it's like well you just got they, a groove yeah you know what i mean uh I think similarly with like George R. R. Martin and the show had like surpassed his writing at one point mm-hmm. or whatever. He's like, I haven't even finished the story of this. You <laughs> motherfuckers caught up. Like, um, but there is a part of me that's like, you know what? I'll wait. I'll wait for that, for like the best version of it. I just don't want to force people into putting out bullshit yeah. and making trash. And that's my only fear. Listen, um, I've said it for years. People should not be putting out bullshit. Yeah. No bullshit. Stop bullshit. putting up bullshit. Just man. give us the teeth the cut. The next news item. We want the, the original cut? teeth cut of Sonic the Hedgehog. Why did we have to make all those poor people crunch <laughs> to give us a new Sonic? Give us the original Sonic. Yeah. We want Sonic with teeth. Yes. <laughs> we want teeth Sonic. I'm never going to stop thinking about what we would feel about that movie had it come out the way it looked. <laughs> exactly. If we would, because we kind of like that movie. Raggedy Tooth <laughs> my Sonic. Understanding. Oh my God. Uh, the next item on the news docket, Dead Space, folks. Mm. Any of y'all play those original Dead Space because uh, it sounds like EA is getting ready to bring it back. Uh, rumblings are that Motive Studios, who just made Star Wars Squadrons, is on the project that Dead Space is ready for a revival. Is that something we're interested in? 100%. I think Dead Space is a really good shooter. Uh, Really good game. I I got it free through like the Origin store or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like years after it had released. So it was like really like old looking. And I honestly like stopped noticing that playing that game yeah. i got really into it beat the whole game and was like that was fucking great i had a great time um so i 100 percent will play a new dead space game um it's weird to me because like i'm also like that's not really it's not really my genre hmm. like just a sh- just shooters in general now i like i'm mm-hmm. never checking for them i'm never like really excited about them right. but that one for some reason i'm like hell yeah i would get an i would play the new dead space yeah. I don't I don't know why. I don't know what sets it apart. Dead Space it feels uh, to me like the all-time greatest game I got for free. Yeah. I feel like it's always like uh it's one of those games that always showed up on like games for gold or whatever and it's like, yeah, this is incredible and I wouldn't have bought it, but thank God I yeah. did. Uh July, I know you've got I I actually was recently informed of this. I didn't know you were so big into Resident Evils. Um, are, oh, yeah. as, as a Resident Evil person, are you excited for for the Dead Space situation? To I I am and I feel like did the original Dead Space games come out for Xbox or, or 360 or was it that era of games? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I, they were 360 era. Okay. Yeah. So I never owned them, but I did play a bit of them, and I remember enjoying my time with those games because, it, like you mentioned, it, it's very similar to. I mean, it's their survival horror. At there's, there's a survival horror aspect to the game as well as the shooter aspect and um yeah i love that i also just love you know any sort of you're alone in space story mm. uh you know i'm one of my favorite movies is aliens 
uh, and alien, but you know, aliens to me is like the oh, superior. Plural. Okay. Yeah, it's the superior. You know, becomes a full-on action film. And uh, yeah, to be able to that's play interesting because you said you yeah. like being alone in space, and specifically, Aliens is about not being alone in space. It's about being with your buddies in space. Exactly, and um, I guess uh, that makes you <laughs> makes me think, huh? That makes you really think. <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's isn't that interesting. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. It's sort of uh, uh, actuality and and uh, what I wish, right? Versus, uh, mm, yep. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, I'm excited about this because it, I it makes <laughs> it, it, like the Ghost of Tsushima thing. It makes me want to dive into the to the other games, play those uh, in, in anticipation for the new one. Can't wait! Oh yeah, no, uh, it Dead Space to me seems like if Resident Evil's been as successful as it has over the last couple of years, EA they're just sitting on a Resident Evil clone, like. Right. Mm-hmm. Dead Space 1 is Resident Evil 4. Dead Space 1 is maybe a better Resident Evil 4. Whoa. Mm, wow. Am I saying this? Mm, wow. Yeah. Uh, I, but it's yikes. like, it's so smart. It's got that same, like, the same shooting mechanics, which felt so good in Resident Evil 4. Yeah. But you've got to specifically hit, like, there's, like, an enemy who you can only kill after you, like, shoot off their arms or something. So it's just, like, it adds this extra level of, like, you have to be kind of precise, but, like, thinking. Like, Resident Evil 4, you do headshots the whole game. Mm-hmm. You're fucking Leon the Professional in in, uh, in more mm. ways than one. And this game, it's, like, all of a sudden you got to start thinking, like, maybe his tentacle is weak. Maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> they all of a sudden become Zelda bosses. It's such, a, like, a fun twist on it. Yeah. And it's spooky. Yeah. Mm. I would be so excited for it. Yeah. If it's coming back, listen, I'm there day one, baby. Here's something that I, I can't imagine is ever going to have a day one. Guys, Halo Infinite. Can we talk about Halo <laughs> Infinite for a second? Sure, if you want. Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer's yeah, I mean, out here giving an interview. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like I got to get this out there. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Phil Spencer is out there talking about Halo Infinite, saying only the developers are committed to a holiday 2021 launch. Hmm. They have no idea what the date is. They're just like, we're, we're, we're committed. It's got such big, like being pushed. Uh, I, I, I know that my group project is due tomorrow, Mrs. Kepler, and I'm going to get it in on time, but I just need one more day. It's, it's stress. The act of Phil Spencer talking about halo infinite coming out on time is stressing me out. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Stop. <laughs> no more stress. Yeah. Give him an extension. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fucking take all the time. Don't <laughs> cyberpunk it. No more cyberpunks. Like, don't. I don't care. I no longer care. Uh, wh- like, video game. Video gamers are so sh- such shitty little grubby little <laughs> goblins. Yeah. Fucking learn some patience, eat, everyone. Eat with their and, hands. Yeah, eat with their hands. But like. Even for gamers sake, like you're going to be happier with a better game. So just fucking let them. I don't know. That's my. Yeah, we live by the salt. You think Halo should be delayed again? Yes, we live by the salt and pepper motto. And we say push it. We say push the release of all these games (laughs) until they're ready. And push it real good as far as I'm concerned. Like, don't you know what I mean? Um. I yeah I'm and let's talk about sex. Obviously, shall we have some tr- 
So <laughs> let's talk about you and me more importantly mm-hmm. and all the good things and all the bad things and specifically the bad things i have a lot of trauma from the cyberpunk uh release mm-hmm. obviously sure that i'm working out live here uh over to all the toads out there but i i just don't i don't do it again I hope people learn from that shit. It, it was hurtful. It was hurtful the way that game, not only that like a bad game came out, that like human beings were working so hard on that game and like lost sleep and, and crashed and are like disappointed in themselves and their work yeah. after working that hard. Yeah, it's uh, it's toxic. Uh, I don't know specifically that Halo is going through that. It sure seems like it. But that game's already been delayed a year. And the fact that we're ostensibly four months away from release and it doesn't have a release date yet and e3 just came and went Mm -hmm. guys call it call it be the referee jump in the middle of it say sorry it's not coming out this year yeah that's the official stance yeah and that's the right then that's the right stance it's the right stance all right that'll do it for the news we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're going to talk about Hideo Kojima. We're going to talk about Blue Box Studios. We're going to talk about Silent Hills. And we're going to talk about all the rumors surrounding them. Don't go anywhere. Hey there. This is comedy person and aspiring cartoon Connor McCabe here to tell you all about my podcast, Call Me By Your Game. Now, video games have a special place in many of our lives. And in fact, you can probably think of one that you'll never forget from your childhood or a specific time. So on this show, I bring on guests to talk about that very thing. We dive into not only what made playing the game fun and what stood out to the guest as much as we do about what was special about the context of when they played this game. So if this sounds interesting to you, check us out anywhere you get your podcasts and maybe someday you'll call me by your game. Welcome back to Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your guest host, Michael McCaller. I'm here with Mikey Stevens and July mm-hmm. Diaz. Folks, this week, this last couple weeks, rather, Hideo Kojima has accidentally been making some news. Hmm. Uh, Mikey Stevens, July Diaz, how familiar are you with Blue Box Studios and where a Silent Hills game may or may not be in production? Uh, I'm not super familiar with, uh, this specific thing. It's very much one of those things where I don't know, like, I've kind of been obsessing over it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it, it's like one of those, like, oh, well, everybody knows about what Hideo Kojima's doing. And I don't know that it is. July, are you in the same boat? I perused, I th- believe, this Reddit thread that you sent the group chat a little bit uh-huh. and i think uh i think my one of my favorite things that uh, was in speculation of something coming out was that jeff keely was uh liked a, a tweet or something like that that was like a that was like a clue <laughs> or he like followed a certain twitter account <laughs> We are that deep down the rabbit hole that something Jeff Keeley does interests us. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what's big to me. Uh, so what's going on is there is a video game studio called Blue Box Studios. 
that mm-hmm. kind of came out of nowhere, announced a video game on the PlayStation blog. So they've got Sony's official backing. This is a game that they are behind. And they announced their game Abandoned. And the head of the studio, let's see if I can find his name really quick. The head of the studio wrote a blog post on the PlayStation blog describing this game Abandoned. Uh, And it looks like a survival horror game. It takes place out in the woods. It feels kind of creepy. The graphics look not that great. It looks like a one-man studio making a first-person horror game. And God bless him. God bless him for doing it. Uh, The head of the Blue Box Studios uh, company is a man named Hassan Kaharaman. (laughs) Which is... His initials, right? His initials are HK. Same initials as Hideo Kojima. Whoa. If you translate, um, I, I don't remember if it's Hassan or uh, Karaman. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, I think it's Hassan. If you translate Hassan from Japanese to Turkish and vice versa, it translates to Hideo. <laughs> okay. We all remember uh, years and years ago, Hideo Kojima was working with Konami to make Silent Hills, uh, Mm -hmm. a a Silent Hill game that would follow it up. That would be this from a playable teaser that they released, this game changing horror game, this first person terrifying game that was like so fascinating and full of all these little references and clues. That project went away when Hideo Kojima left Konami. But since then, we've kind of been hearing Konami licensing out Silent Hill. They're going to send it to another game studio. They don't care about making games themselves. They're going to let somebody else do it. Could they let Sony do it? And Sony, who has such a great relationship with Hideo Kojima, it would just make sense that they would license it out and give it to their man Hideo. When Blue Box games started showing up, Blue Box all of a sudden tweeted, Abandoned is not the name of our game. We'll reveal the actual title soon. It starts with an S and ends with an L. And then they went on a long streak of silly things to make us think they were making Silent Hills, including changing their Twitter banner to a picture of hills. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hideo Kojima himself, for whatever reason, just tweeted like, I'm reading these two books right now. One has the word silent in the title and one has the word hill in the title. He's like capitalizing them. It's like there's something going on. And yet Blue Box Studio keeps coming out and saying, we actually have nothing to do with Hideo Kojima. We're very sorry. <laughs> we didn't mean to do this. Hmm. And then they'll do something else that implies that, of course, you have something to do with Hideo Kojima. So it's mm-hmm. it's very deep down a rabbit hole. Uh, July referenced it. There's a long thread on Reddit that just collects all the information, including the notorious Jeff Keighley tweet, a man who got in on Hideo Kojima's fake studio ruse when he was announcing Metal Gear Solid Five. Hideo Kojima, therefore, has a, a history of doing this. Folks, I couldn't love this story more. And it's like everything I love about it. I love this more than I love video games. I love hearing about a video <laughs> game that might be coming out soon. That's like so weird. And, and the kind of thing we never thought was going to happen. We thought Silent Hills was never going to occur. So I wanted to ask you guys, are there any video game news and rumors throughout your entire life? that could be going on now that maybe you heard on the playground when you were a kid? Video game rumors that just like got you stoked, you know? Oh, yes. Yeah. So many. Uh, oh, yeah. The first, honestly, when you first pitched this as a topic, it made me think more of like 
specifically the one that jumps out is Pokemon. Mm. And and um a type of rumor that I don't I truly don't know will maybe ever happen again given the state of us being in the information age and just having access to everything and kind of like being like this having a reddit place to like compile all of this shit but <laughs> like um ways that you could like get mew i remember and ways that you could uh get the missing no pokemon <laughs> uh and if some of those some of those mew things were legitimately just rumors and only <laughs> rumors and had literally had like it would it was like insane shit like if you walk 10 paces this way and go to this terminal and then like if your pikachu is the first in your uh lineup like it was just like truly insane shit but there was entirely like word of mouth yeah that i don't know if that that type of rumor is ever gonna happen ag again like something in a video game maybe as a possibility that i like remember obsessing over as a kid mm -hmm. because i wanted fucking mew i wanted mewtwo yeah. in my and i wanted it so bad <laughs> uh, never got it um that's the first one that jumps out to me though how fun was that? Um, i remember there was like a secret truck in the first pokemon game that like people kept suggesting you could move and mew would be behind that oh yeah the truck right. unbelievable july what was your uh favorite video game rumor you ever heard um yeah i gotta think um there's so many to sift through in my mind that i can remember i think one that pops up to me is uh <laughs> it's, it's got to be a big one uh for me in my youth is uh pokemon was a huge one and i remember if you were able to mm. uh, beat the elite four mm -hmm. four times in four days a consecutive four days that you can um, actually add Super Mario into your party and use them as a Pokemon. What? Never That's heard wild. that one. Did you try it? Did you try to get Super Mario into it? Always, yeah. Just co constantly catching them all, and it, it never happened. But you know, I not that I didn't try. Uh, I actually did this to my cousin once. Uh, I, this is a real thing that I did. I told him that if you beat Star Fox 64 and didn't let any of your four, like you've got your three like buddies, Falco and Slippy and Peppy, mm -hmm. and they can get hit by enemies too. And then they'll like go down and then they'll have to get repaired. I told him if you can beat the game without letting any of them die, that at the end, Slippy Toad would step up to Fox and challenge him to be the leader <laughs> of Star Fox. <laughs> I love that. And, uh, and he tried. He tried really hard. He spent a long time trying to beat it. I don't know if he ever did, but I don't think it was true. I don't think that uh, Slippy was ever a turncoat. Uh, I feel like Mortal Kombat is kind of the king of video game rumors mm -hmm. because they were they were truthful. <laughs> they, like it was like, oh, if you right, if you press start when Oopsie comes up, you would go fight Reptile, and that just felt like such a lie. And then it worked and you'd go fight reptile. Yeah. And that's how you unlock reptile. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of like, apparently in Mortal Kombat 2, it was like a rumor that instead of doing a fatality, you could do a friendship. And then they put it in Mortal Kombat 3. So it feels like there's a, a sort of like, you ever fall asleep watching TV and like your dreams and the dialogue mix? It's sort of like, that's what happened with my memory of Mortal All the Kombat. time. I can't remember. Yeah, this happened to you. Oh yeah, all the time. Okay. Uh, in Mortal Kombat, 
to fight reptile, you had to fulfill these specific parameters. You ready? Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. You had to do. You had to uh, perform a double flawless victory. Uh. And that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it said you had to decrypt hints and perform, but I'm like, what does decrypt hints mean? Uh, is how is decrypt spelled? Like it's supposed to. <laughs> oh, okay, that's too bad. <laughs> that's out. Of, that's off topic for Mortal Kombat. Uh, are there any games that like are coming out that are rumored? Um, another big rumor that I guess kind of just got fulfilled this year, like Metroid Dread, mm. was rumored since like 2001. That had been a rumored title for the next Metroid game, and I just thought it was never going to happen. All of a sudden, they announced it. Are there any upcoming games that, like, whether or not they exist, get you excited? Yeah, I got one. Yeah? Yeah, there was, like, uh, you know, I, I do scour Reddit a couple times, um, a couple times a day, um, probably, like, 12 hours a day or so. It's it's a little bit of scouring Reddit. And it's, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I stumbled upon this big uh, speculation thread about... Um, Super Punch Out Dread coming out pretty soon. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. So it's similar what? to Metroid Dread, but your little yeah, Mac. It sounds super similar, but. It's almost exactly okay. the same, but your uh-huh. little Mac. And is huh. that. Who is, who is providing the Dread? Is it that giant hippo man? Yes, it's. Uh, yeah, King Hippo. King Hippo. King Hippo? He's chasing you around. Whenever, whatever, I like the idea that whatever battle you're in, <laughs> you're doing a boxing match, but King Hippo is just like over your shoulder exactly. sometimes. It's exactly that, yeah. That's a big one. I hope it's true. Red is just the subtitle whenever they whenever they need a, a stalker character in a game. They just can add Dread to it for forever. Mm-hmm. And that'll work for me. Nintendogs plus Dread. Oh, yeah. that's another big one. I hope there's it comes true. One, there's one that's... I feel like a lot of the ones that I'm super excited about are like, they kind of like it's like guaranteed. Like you know, you've known they're gonna come out for a while, but still get pushed back kind of mm-hmm. infinitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that comes to mind is a game called Starfield. Ooh. Oh, I don't, you guys know about Starfield? I haven't heard about this. Big time. Um, that's not the full. It's it's the full title: Starfield Dread. <laughs> and it's kind of I like, do know this I, I do know this um, you know this one yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of so it's set in the future it's like a space game and it's going to be like open world space and you um, you're you're the main character which is you and you play is, uh, his name is King Hippo and you're kind of the captain of uh, your own spaceship mm-hmm. and you just have the entire galaxy to um think the pitch story is seek out and find an alien Mike Tyson and beat him up. Mm. And this has been in works for 25 years plus this game. That's that's so long. That's a real stat actually for that game. (laughs) Wow. Is like this game has been pitched and uh, talked about for that long. Mm. Amazing. And still... I got another one, unless, Mikey, you want to talk about one. No, 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 Ajay, absolutely. 
Yeah, so uh, just to throw it back, this was sort of another one of the rumors I heard as in my youth, you know, slamming the handball and in school. And this one actually was told to me not by another a friend or uh, on the playground. This was a it was like a a teacher walked over to me and kind of uh, sent me to the principal's office because I. <laughs> I don't know. I, I might might have said a bad word or something, and then my principal, you know, mm. shooting shooting the shit. He was trying to just like get on my level, you know, as a kid, and was mm-hmm. talking to me about this game. Uh, apparently, it was his favorite game, uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, and he would go on on and on and on about this game and how there was apparently a, mm-hmm. a, a new sequel that was going to come out. Yeah, but the point of view of a child. Mm-hmm. Because in the as we all know, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, <laughs> you play and you're collecting and you're saving children. This sequel, he said, he told me this. Mm. It's the point of view of a child, and you're being chased by Michael Jackson. <laughs> and it's actually, I think the the title was something to the kid of Moonwalker Dread. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have heard this one. I heard oh, okay, one. you have. Heard yeah, it. one of the famous. Famous yeah. development hell games. They couldn't find a way to do it without feeling disgusting. Yes. The programmers, the developers, they kept saying, oh, we just, we, we want to make this game, but we feel disgusting. They kept saying, like, this well, feels yeah, too on the it's nose. It's actually, <laughs> yeah, it's actually, I think CD Projekt Red's new, that's their latest project. They're ch- kind of trying to bounce back after um, Cyberpunk 2077 or 77 and they're like, this is rock solid. We'll do this game. Oh, wow, it's been brought back. We'll just recover all that. Yeah, all that. Yeah, lost the number faith. one thing to do when an entire community hates you is to make mm-hmm. a game about yeah. Michael Jordan Jackson. Yeah. Uh, July, did you know that I had a um, Sega Master System and did in fact have Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's one of your I one of your favorite game. games. It was the only- uh, I guess. See, here's the thing. It was before I even knew how video games I work. Guess. And so I was like, I, it's I had a an good NES. Video game. It's a good video game. I'll say and that. At, like, at a garage sale, we found a, a brown paper bag with a Sega Master System mm-hmm. and like Whoa. four games. And we were like, well, if the Sega Genesis is cool, the Master System must be that much <laughs> better. Yeah. And uh, so we bought it. And Moonwalker was the only one I remember was playable. <laughs> and that's the only why reason it's like in my brain. Yeah, we didn't have it. Mm-hmm. It sold, sold it at whatever the uh, prehistoric version of GameStop was. Wow, Funko or whatever. You, got it. you should have saved it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have. Uh, can I talk about a rumor that's near and dear to my heart? Mm-hmm, please, of course. Uh, Resident Evil has always been a big rumor mill. A big rumor driver just because mm-hmm. like uh it would go so quickly between games that there were kind of always a different resident evil project in the works that we were kind of hearing about right now the big rumor is that there is a switch exclusive resident evil in the works Ooh, uh, resident evil outrage that would have you playing as rebecca chambers from the first resident evil game Ooh. on a college campus uh, it would use the RE engine on the Nintendo Switch. 
Uh, and that just feels like the perfect uh, way for, I mean, I guess it's kind of what we were talking about with Ghost of Tsushima. It's a little half sequel. We're not ready for Resident Evil 9 yet. Mm-hmm. We're not ready for Resident Evil 4 remake. There's still a year away. Give us a little Switch game. Toss it in the middle there. Yeah, do it. And also, How I like the f- idea that like. Are you, is that like a, I just feel like this, I, as you all know, not a huge Resident Evil guy. I do have Village. It's very oh. atmospheric and very, I mean, it's like, looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the idea of playing any kind of Resident Evil on, on a Switch, I'm like, no, this doesn't right. feel, feels <laughs> like a weird move to me. But as as a lover of the series, what's like the appeal to you? Like, what are you excited about? I have played a ton of Resident Evil games on the Switch, like the older games, because graphics have not been there. That almost feels, I guess Resident Evil had always been kind of on the cutting edge of graphics, but because I was so stuck in the past and playing Resident Evil 2 over and over again, to me, <laughs> Resident Evil isn't a good graphics series. Ah, gotcha. It's a uh, spooky atmosphere solving puzzles kind of series. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I also feel like okay. setting setting it at a college campus, uh, knowing that like if Rebecca is going to college, she's going to walk out of there with student loans and they're going to follow her for the rest of her life. It's going to be called Resident Evil 3 Outrage Dread. Right. They're not mm. going to let her walk away from it. They're going to be stalking her. Yes, looking. Can you do $50 a month? Can you do $100 a month? And now that you said the full title, I have heard of this. I had right. heard, of it. Yeah. I have heard, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, it's funny yeah. that you mentioned college campus. Um that reminds me of my time in college, and <laughs> I would go to so many rage. This is back when I, you know, was a, kind of a crazy guy. Um, back back when I would fall asleep to to sure. watching the TV. But uh, there was uh, one time after this huge uh, house party where sort of the dean of the college came over and had me do detention, and he kind of. You know, he was kind of sort of the dean. He was like kind of kind of sort of the dean. Yeah, he was yeah. one foot in the dean office, one foot both dean yeah. and secretary. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was yeah. the dean's son. Well, and it sounds like just hanging out too. Oh, okay. He was a dean's Got son, it. and he was, uh, you know, when I was there in detention, he kind of came over to me and kind of whispered, telling me about this new game that was upcoming, and he was talking about it was actually a Donkey Kong uh, game where you're sort of a baker. And you're baking a lot of uh, sweets as Donkey Kong. And we all know how huge the Overcooked series. So it was sort of that kind of gameplay where it's multiplayer. And I think the working Hmm. title was Donkey Kong Bread. (laughs) I have heard of this one. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Development Hell. So it just never came out. Yeah. Sometimes you... uh, your ideas, they just, they need a little more time in the oven. Which was the tagline for that game. Yes, I remember that. Your ideas need a little more time in the oven. Uh, Can I talk about a game that had a lot of rumors about it that also ended up coming true that I think is like my favorite rumor story that ever happened? Yeah. Uh, GoldenEye 007. I remember for so long hearing the rumor that there was an all bonds. An all bonds cheat? What does that mean? That they had Sean Connery in multiplayer. That they had Roger Moore in multiplayer. That they had uh, George Lazenby 
in multiplayer and I that see. they had Timothy Dalton in multiplayer. Those were all the bonds at that time. Amazing. And it apparently was in development. There were screenshots of it. I feel like I was just listening to somebody talk about this. It's one of those things where as I'm saying it, I'm like, I don't know if it was actually true. But mm. what was true was that GoldenEye did have a bunch of hidden like button cheat codes that you could unlock. Like the way GoldenEye's cheat system worked was like if you beat the damn level on double O agent in under 28 seconds, you unlocked uh DK mode. And then you, all your characters had long gangly arms and you could go turn that cheat on and off. But they had like button commands, like a C left, C right, C up, C down kind of button commands that would unlock those cheats. If you just put them in, mm. like it was a fucking NES game and nobody knew about these for years and years and years. Whoa. Like it was like five years after this game came out that EGM was like, we just found this. And uh pretty crazy. No one told us about it. I love that. Yeah. I love I remember yeah. a couple of rumors for that game. Uh for specifically for Goldeneye. There's a super weird one where if you remove the cartridge from from your 64 from the console mm-hmm. and you kind of shove bread into it. Into the bottom of your cartridge, <laughs> kind of sh- shove it in there. Um, <laughs> it would unlock a different mode in Goldeneye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was called Goldeneye Fed. Um, have you guys heard of that one? <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We yeah, I heard about it. Was, yeah. I never wanted to do it because it's like I think of like fuck your game up. And yeah, you can console. only do it once. <laughs> yeah, you got a bunch of bread in there now, but because it was all I the remember. games you play from that point forward are like Conquers Live and Unloaded Bread. Right. Fed rather. Right. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. You get it. Yep. And it wasn't. <laughs> yep. You yep. get it. It wasn't just mm-hmm. one slice of bread. You had to put a whole loaf in. The, you had to fit a whole loaf in there. You had to put the whole loaf in there. <laughs> Well, you had to get you had to get fed. Yeah, because, you know, one slice of bread's not going to do it. Yeah, you know, so yeah, Wonder Bread was good for that because it folded nicely. You just had that That's tiny right. little Nintendo sixty four slot. You can't put a, a piece of Alpha Omega bread. Yeah, yeah, it's and full that, of seeds. And that's funny you bring up uh, being fed. That sort of reminds me of my time when I was a secret agent. Uh, you know, it was <laughs> it was a time where I love these stories. Yeah, I love these stories from July when he talks about when he was a secret agent. I'm not Go really on, supposed to be on record. It was, you know, may have happened or may have not. But on one of my solo missions to assassinate a terrible war criminal, um, I had some downtime <laughs> at a hotel. And uh, what what do I like to do? Uh, and in yep. those times, I like to fall asleep to a little TV, and I was watching something to by the name of Scooby Doo. And as I was turning it on, the um, I got my uh, room service, and and the, the the fine fellow was telling me, "Oh, Scooby Doo! I heard there's a, a, a upcoming video game if you're into that sort of thing." and I was like, yeah, please tell me more about it. And he said, hmm. oh, well, it's this game. It's sort of a, 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 we lost Mikey. There's a sort of like a puzzle element to it. Oh. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, it's from the point of view of, of, of Fred, and it's called Scooby-Doo Fred. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Worth the walk. We lost Mike, uh, but worth it. Um, 
Uh, you know, I guess I'll just keep vamping here. Uh, yeah, sure. Do you have any other kinda... video game rumors you want to talk about? Uh, video game rumors. Video game rumors. From the past uh, or upcoming. Um. Well, uh... I think I'm still excited. I like, and this is again one of those that guarantee going to happen. Surely they're working on it, but it's very hard to find kind of any information about. Yeah. Are you a Skyrim guy or an Elder Scrolls guy? Oh, I'm a huge Skyrim guy. Yeah. So that next game. Supposedly it's coming, but kind of like McCaller, you're a huge when? you're a huge Skyrim guy. I'm a big Skyrim guy. Yeah, we're big Skyrim people. Okay, yeah. So I love a Skyrim. Yeah, so that that's one of those that I'm, you know, if you go to Elder Scrolls and go to Bethesda, it's still like there's no information about it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just that one trailer still of just like a landscape. And the title, right? Which is your is go-to like, source for video game rumors? The official website? No, not for rumors. Okay, but there's okay. so little about this that. Um, but also, it's like I don't remember the first time seeing that. But it's like seems like a long time to have kind of nothing else come out for that. Mm-hmm. With but the but the other part of that is. They're also they are developing Starfield, which I think has been in development mm. for longer, and makes me a little sad because it makes does make me feel like it's going to be even longer than I think it will be because they'll probably put out that game first, and that game still probably has another year or two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think another Elder Scrolls is maybe three years, four years away. It was probably too early to announce that. I think we're yeah. ready. We're all ready to announce <laughs> that we feel we feel that way about which Elder is, Scrolls 6. I but mean, which been... is crazy to me, though, because like when did Skyrim come out? Well, famously, uh, November 11th, 2011, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a decade, man. That's a decade. Like that's a long fucking time to <laughs> not. And it's crazy how like that game has stayed afloat for seemingly the entire time like the modding community is still fucking with that game and doing Mm -hmm. stuff to it and like there's like if you go back and want to get into skyrim there's like a new crazy version for you to play if you you know i'm always interested people have been working on it (laughs) yeah your mind never left Uh, skyrim no never my i close my eyelids and i just see skyrim on the insides of my eyelids just yeah but we've been talking about this this whole episode right like we want game developers to have a good work-life balance we don't want them working on starfield and elder scrolls 6 we want those developers to work on starfield take a long break recharge and then come back and even while they're working on the elder Scrolls 6 we want them to go home at night we want them to go see their families we want them Mm -hmm. to get a good night's sleep because what we really want from them for most of the time is we need them developing the elder scrolls 6 bed yes right that way we mm-hmm. can all which i have heard about be, i have I've heard, heard about, about this we all need to six bed 
just be energized and have a good night's rest. And how? What better way than with the Elder Scroll Scrolls bed? I can't think of a better. Way. I can't think of one. I'm trying. I'm sitting here right now, and I can't <laughs> think of one. I can't think of one single way, better way. Yeah. No, there absolutely isn't one. Guys, uh, that, I think, is going to do it for our rumors section. I'm going to play the sound cue I queued up for the beginning and forgot to play at the beginning. If it's playing, I can't hear it. Well, that's too bad, because it's the Metal Gear Solid <laughs> goodbye sound. Oh, damn. It's, ga- it's a game over sound. It makes more sense at the end here. I think the best part about these sound effects is how much you talk about them afterwards. The point mm-hmm. of the story is that's going to do it for our episode of Video Games, a comedy show. Thank you so much, July Diaz. Thank you so much, Mikey Stevens. Uh, let's do a quick round of plugs. July Diaz, where can folks find you on the Internet? Wow, this is amazing. I had so many, you know, rumors, and but we don't have time to talk about them all. But I'm glad we we put out the good ones, especially the one that you seemingly did not hear, uh, which is Scooby-Doo <laughs> Fred. Um, which is a Scooby-Doo game in, from the point of view of Fred. Uh, yeah, I want to plug um, my podcast, Inside Video Games Classic. Look out for it coming soon. So just subscribe to the classic Inside Video Games feed wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Mikey Stevens, where can the internet find you? Oh, yeah, I mean... I, I had a bunch more rumors. I had a ton. I had a whole. I got a whole list here. I'm looking at. It just sucks. Yeah. Won't be able to get. Yeah. I just won't be able to get to them all. You can find me at Mikey Loves Mikey. And as always, you can Venmo me any amount of money uh, over twenty dollars to at Mikey Stevens. Any amount of money over twenty dollars. Wow. Is it gotten uh, too inconvenient to deal with all those small one dollar charges? Yeah. Just if you're trying to fucking skimp me <laughs> with your little jump change. <laughs> I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? Send me $20 or more uh, or I'll never be friends with you. It's the man who knows his worth. You jerk. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Michael McCaller and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Michael McCaller. Thank you so much for listening. Come back next week. Don't forget to hug the people in your life that you love and keep pressing those buttons. Keep pressing those buttons. Keep pressing those buttons.